I remember when the best show started. It was happening only yesterday. Seems like last week, but tonight is Tuesday, and it's time for another episode of the show. Well, everybody's sitting around their computers, listening like the old days. They're gonna have some laughs and gonna have some fun and right. Well, it's the best shows here, and that's all right. So sit back and get ready for the best show. It's Tuesday at 9, so it's best show time. The best show's gonna be going for a while. Come on, it's all right. I said, come on. Now come on, tight. Well, the best show's here, and it's time for the best show. If you hear the best show coming out of your phone or computer, ain't no doubt about it, cause it's Tuesday night. If the best show's here, then you know that it's Tuesday night. Ain't no doubt about it. Gotta get up and shout it. Ain't no doubt about it that it's Tuesday night. Cause the best show is here and it's time to listen. Well, I remember that buddy. Can't you tell me that it's time for the best show? I'm listening and I'm having such a good time. Don't you know best Tuesday? I didn't write no words for this one this time, and now I'm running out of gas because these are harder than they sound. Well, now it's time for the best show, and it's alright. Now the guy's okay, you know, no, it's alright. Well, they're rolling like the best show on the Tuesday night. Everybody's here, including AP Mike, so come on. Hold on tight. Studio's here. And so's Pat. Well, if it's cold and lonely in the deep dark night, well, if it's cold, then you don't live in New York, cause it's super hot now. If it's cold and lonely, then I can't help you with the lonely part. Best show on a Tuesday night. You got to do what you can. Play an archive if you can't listen live. Ain't no doubt about it, cause it's best show time. The clock says 9 o'clock, so it's time for me to start. So we're going to go all the way tonight. We're going to go all the way till midnight. We're going to go all the way tonight. We're going to go all the way three hours tonight. Or will we go all the way tonight? I might pull the plug early tonight. We're going to go all the way tonight, maybe only till 11 o'clock tonight. Well, we got a real... Wait, not yet. Hold on. Okay, hey, we got a real pressure cooker going here. AP Mike is sitting in front of the calls. He's waiting for the phone to ring, 201-332-3484, and here comes the call, and he puts it on hold, and that's one line filled, and now he's got that set up. Oh, here comes another call, and he goes, okay, there's two calls. Two calls are booked now. Now here comes another call. Wait, it's Avalanche Bob. Tom doesn't want to talk to him this week, but Mike still puts him on hold. Now he's on third. Okay, line three's full. Now we got to get ready. 
Uh, here's a throw. AP Mike's taking another call. It's weird. Could this be the E6 for Lance guy? Mike's not sure. It could be a boring caller that Mike doesn't want on the show. Look out. Looks like we might have line four filled. Here it comes. It's going to be close. Let's see what happens. Everybody, it's the best show. Stop right there. Before you know right now. Before you go any further, do you have something to say? You gotta go for the, are you gonna be on topic? Will you, will you never bore Tom? Will you see, be interesting on your call for the show? Will you take me away? Do you know right now? Never will you need, I don't know the song as well as I thought I did. Will you make me so happy for the rest of my life? Will you be interesting? Will you tell Tom something fun? I gotta know right now. Before we go any further, do you have a, are you on topic tonight? And will you be interesting for five minutes? Well, let's sleep on it. Baby, baby, let me sleep on it. Hey, AP Mike, let me sleep on it. I'll give him my answer when I'm on the air. Let me sleep on it. AP Mike, let me sleep on it. Let me sleep on it. I'll give him my answer when I'm on the air. Let me sleep on it. AP Mike, I don't know what if I have to say is interesting. Let me sleep on it. We'll find out when I'm talking to Tom on the air. I gotta know. This is AP Mike. I gotta love me. Will you be interesting and on topic? Will you be funny? Will you not be boring? I gotta know because I'll get nothing but grief. Tom will make fun of me again. I gotta know right now. Will go any further? Will you be interesting? Can I put you on hold and trust this call? What's it going to be, caller? Come on. We're good all night. I can't wait all night. It's me, AP Mike. I can't wait on it. What's it going to be? Come on. What's it going to be, boy? Are you going to be interesting or not? And I say boy because 99% of calls. Let me sleep on it, AP Mike. Baby, baby, let me sleep on it, AP Mike. Let me sleep on it. I'll give her my answer when I'm on the air. Let me sleep on it, AP Mike. Will you love me, AP Mike? Will you be interesting, AP Mike? I got nothing to say. I don't know what. Will you? show what's up everybody here on another tuesday night the show welcome back my friends to the show that never ends no matter how many times they try to stop us and why am i building false things everybody wants this thing to continue it's the best show we do it on tuesday nights it's fun you have fun i have fun we got the full crew out there studio pat mike and we're going to have a good time tonight, the number 201-332-3484. And I don't have a whole lot else to say about that. So let me just say, it's time to start the best show, and let's have a good time doing the best show. So let me get underway here with the best show. Okay? 
Yeah, now here is the world premiere of some new old music from fan of fan no somebody we like a lot here on the show don muro here's something about to be released by him let's check it out it's called off we go world premiere on the best show wait it's not playing hold on did this guy send me a crooked file oh this file's not playing how dare you Oh, it'll play seven seconds and then it loops back again. Some world premiere that was, right? I'm going to go to a secondary source. Here we are. Don Muro, world premiere from his new album, Off We Go. More synth pop from 1970 to 1979. Let's check it out. Don Muro. show time what's up stupid yeah you you're the dumb one not you you no no one listening to this is dumb you're very very smart if you're listening to the best show it shows you know what the good stuff is right right mike oh boy he's low energy not enough about this you know he's mad i'll say this about mike first of all first of all mike We've been together a long time, right? Some would say too long. And not me, though. Not me. I, 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 I give Mike the business. He likes the Grateful Dead, right? I give him the business. Tell him that they stink and that they sound terrible and all that stuff. How many times has this guy got to hear it, to be honest? I'm like a broken record. So then... I look on Twitter. Uh, the, the, these NBA basketball games are going on. These Game 7, these conference final games. And Mike Stetz will tweet about how bad the NBA is. How it stinks. I'm just like, and I look at it and say, yeah, okay, Mike. Fair play. Fair. Well done, Mike. But now, now you, you, you gave me it back. You gave me the business back. And I tip my hat to you. From one troll to another. I saw what you were doing there. Yeah, you're giving me the business, right? You... Yeah, I'm, I'm into it, Mike. What do you want? What do you want me to not be into? Look, Mike. It's getting, no, it's not getting boring. LeBron James is doing literally the the greatest one-man thing in the history of the NBA. Nobody has done what he is doing right now. It is... He is chain, he is, he is drawing a line between himself and everybody else who, you look at the, look at the bums on this team with him, Mike. They're bums. 
This guy's not. This guy. This guy. It's like. It's like he might as well have contests to see who can hit the, who can hit a shot at halftime, and to throw a jersey on him. Three and five. Yeah, Mike. He's been to the last eight finals. So what? What's that? Which is supposed to be eight and zero. Oh? Yeah, you're right. God, 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 if only we could be winners the, the way you are, Mike. If only all of us guys like LeBron James. Could win the, you're just saying, get out of here with, hey, dude, you know, bounce him from, Pat, throw Mike out. Dudio, throw Pat out. And then, and then, Dudio, throw yourself out. I'm clearing, I'm cleaning house. No, look, Mike, yeah, I, I'll say it again. You just did it again to me. You guys just wound me up again. I'm, when I met Mike, he was, he was trolling me. First time, it's like, it's like we're all the way back at the beginning. First time I meet this guy, he had, he had Dinosaur Jr. Terrible. Well, one of my favorite bands. Yeah, they're not good. Start getting into it with this guy. Who do you think? Turn around. Next thing you turn around, guy's been screening calls for 12 years on the show. It's a master. 13. He does it the way he does it the way he does it. And look, I'll say this, Mike, to you. Sometimes you do those things, I fall for them, I, I step right in them. But I'm going to say this. Number one, I love you. Number two, you're the best. And number three, and this is the most important one. This is the most important one. You got Pat out there, you got Duty out there. I love both of them too. They're both great guys. But you remember this, Mike. You take this one to the bank. Those guys aren't fit to carry your jock. Okay? Say that one back. Wear it? They're not fit to wear your jock. They're fit to carry it. Alright, that... That ended weird. Oh, what did we just hear? Uh, we heard La Luz! La Luz! Their new album, Floating Features. Great album. This is such a good album. We heard Lonely Dozer. Brand new. Brand new on Hardly Art Records. Can't go wrong. Don't sleep on it. Wish I could confidently say their name. La Luz. One thing I can confidently say is it's great. And just also before that, we heard Don Muro from his new uh, record, Off We Go, more synth pop from 1970 to 1979, which is coming out uh, in the end of June. And uh, that's on Flannel Graph Records. Uh, you go to flannelgraphrecords.com. Um, yeah, you check it out. You, you pick up a copy there. It's great. Don, that's... Off we go from the album of the same name. Off we go. It's great. It's good stuff. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow, Wednesday, I will be in Chicago at the Onion Comedy Fest. Whatever that, whatever that is called. Let me get the exact title. The Onion Comedy Fest. It's the 
It's called the Onion Comedy and Arts Festival. I still see they have not fixed the font size. If anything, it looks a little smaller. A Conversation with the Onion, moderated by Tom Sharpling. I will be doing that. I will be in Chicago moderating this conversation. There are still a few tickets left. Stunning. Still a few tickets left. I'm telling you. You people miss this thing. You're going to regret it. If you're in Chicago and you miss this, I don't know what to tell you. Because I look at these other shows on this thing. Scott Thompson's doing the... the uh, he's all sold out. Scott Thompson's sold out. He's got his... Uh, his, uh, his, uh, his, uh, Buddy Cole monologues. Mountain Goats, uh, Mountain, I only listen to the Mountain Goats. That's, uh, that's up again. We're going to win that fight. We're going to win that. We're at Lincoln Hall tomorrow night, 8 p.m. I'll be there. A bunch of people from The Onion will be there. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're in Chicago and you don't come out to that, I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to be sick to my stomach. And if you have any questions you think I should ask the staff of The Onion, this is like an alma mater type staff of it, too. People from all ages of uh, The Onion will be asking them all about it. If you have any questions, you call me, 201-332-3484. What should I ask The Onion uh, staff tomorrow? Still not nuts about this font size. Look at that. It's like a magnifying glass to read it. The fest called the Onion Comedy and Arts Fest Festival. Figure the thing with the onion. Unless people think I'm talking to just literally an onion or something. I don't know. Moderated by me. Look at this. Chris Gethard, bigger than me. Mountain Goats. They've done four episodes of that thing. Bigger than me. Judge John Hodgman, bigger than me. That, and that's this John Hodgman guy who, who, look, of course he's a friend. I want to get him back here, Mike. Mike, should I? We should have him back, right? Why don't you? Why don't you tweet at John Hodgman? Say, come, can you come on the best show next week? He's plugging a book. What's it? What you got? A scratchy voice there? What are you doing? What, are you shouting too much? Allergies. I thought you might have been at a uh, Mets game. You cheering on your Metropolitans. Yeah, they stink. I saw a, a guy on a bicycle today decked out from head to toe in Mets gear, who I swear I thought it was Fred from Honolulu. I run down the street in New York. I swear I run over two blocks screaming, Fred! Fred! Fred, then partway through, I'm like, hey, I never heard Fred talk about riding a bicycle. What's Fred doing riding a bicycle through, like, the village? That's not Fred. So I call him. I'm like, Fred, are you on a bike right now? Fred's like, I don't even know how to ride a bike. That's right. I got Fred's number. You jealous much? You should be. He's a good guy to talk to on the phone. You want his number, Mike? Eh, good. I wouldn't give it to you anyway. No matter how much you beg, you ain't getting that number. At least we got a bigger font than uh, Clickhole Live. Then uh, that would be sick if if we didn't have a bigger font than them on this onion thing. Yeah, I run chase. I I, I ran uh, over two blocks screaming, Fred, Fred. Guy finally looks back. I'm like, it's Fred. Like it really looked like Fred. 
And I call Fred. He's like, yeah, you think it's because I'm some kind of delivery guy. It's like, no, Fred. The guy was wearing dumb Mets gear from head to toe. Like, Fred, the only guy, person who wears... Mr. Met wears less Met gear than Fred. What about this? What if we got Fred to be Mr. Met for a... Wait, could we start a petition with that? Nah, let's not worry about that. What's that other thing you were telling me about, uh, Dudio? There's... The soccer team? There's like a soccer team in Bayonne. Do you know about this, Mike? Yeah, I, I gotta look into this. This is what would be, I guess, a... Uh, the what's that? They want you to be a part of the team. To promote it. Yeah, yeah look at the financials. Yeah, get it, get it, make sure, make sure they, they, uh, make sure they, they pan out correctly. Here we go. Their team is the New York Teamsters. Yeah. Not exactly, doesn't seem like the most motivated name for a team. Seems like they might wait to be told to play, right? Because look, Teamsters, that's the lifeblood of America, these Teamsters. They work hard. You know that, right? Right, Mike? Teamster, right? But you know, I did hear a horrible thing someone told me once about a Teamster. They said, they're, they're, how do you know a Teamster has passed away? Because it's a donut falls out of their hand. Not my joke. It's not a joke. It's a sick, it's a sick slur, and I'm uh, offended by it, and I'm fighting against that. Um... Look, I'm in a union. I'm in multiple unions. I get it. But when you call yourself the Teamster, it just seems like a guy's going to go, yeah, I can't lift that. Like a ball's going to be, soccer ball's going to be going down the field. The guy's got a clear shot. He's like, yeah, I can't kick that. Like I picture everybody's a, there's a, a crew person at, uh, at like a New York TV show or something. Yeah, not my job. I can't touch that. The New York teams, the New Jersey Teamsters. We got to get you involved in this. How's everybody doing? Teamster Nation. How we doing tonight? If the Teamsters score over five goals tonight, everybody gets a free sub at the at the solar quick check at the green quick check why am I why do I want you to do that why don't I do it why is there, yeah, let's, let's get Mike to do it let's get Mike what about me nobody asked me to do anything I see some of these events going on I can't ask to do nothing nothing Nothing. You know what? God bless them all. God bless. Michael will be on the field. He'll be out there with the Teamsters hoisting the championship trophy. Right? And we couldn't have done it without our guy, AP Mike. He's the heart of the Teamsters. I got to get Mike involved in this.
sick that this font size is so small. It's gonna bother. It's gonna haunt me. That might keep me up tonight. The more I look at that font size. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Maybe you could be the mass. That's right. I just see here uh, uh, my my friend Boomer Hoomer just wrote on uh, Twitter. Maybe Maybe you could be the mascot, right? Just like you'll just be wearing like a local... Like a local 281 jacket, right? Like a teamster. Just, what if you're just a mascot just sitting in the stands with, with, no, just on break. You just say you're on like a union, union mandated break. And then you get up and you throw shirts around, then you go on break again. Right? We got to get you in this. These teamsters, they, they, if they knew what was good for them, they'd, they'd loop you. And you're, you're like the, you're like the unofficial mayor of Bayonne. Get, get you, get the guy from the, uh, the Efferdent commercial. Pepsodent. I'm getting closer. I got Dent, right. They get you, uh, the George, uh, Railroad Martin back. Who's good here, Mike? Line four. So anyway, tomorrow, Chicago, Wednesday, May 30th, I will be in Chicago moderating the Onion, the Onion uh, panel as part of the Onion Comedy Festival. So tickets are still, only a few tickets are available. So get your tickets now. Got one day. If you don't do it, you're going to regret it. Best show. Hi. Hey, how's it going? That's going around. Is this uh, the show? It is the show. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? I'm having a hard time. I can hear you. I can hear you. I can hear you. All right, that's good. I can hear you, friend. Oh, I'm confused because your man didn't seem to know who I was. That I didn't know who you were? Again, the other time, I, I, I love your show. It's me, Tom. To whom am I hey. speaking? Who's this? Sorry? Who are you? That's uh, Tom Waits. Tom Waits. I thought it was Lucille Ball, but well, that's Tom funny. Waits. How long have you been working on this uh, this shoddy impression? That's a good one because she probably by now she has a pretty uh, oh, dirty good. voice. Uh, imagine. I don't know. Well, did, did, wait, uh, what are you going to do? You going to do some Tom Waits for? It? What are you going to do for us? Sing a little song? Uh, yeah. You ever heard Lucille sing? Or do, just do the routine you scripted out for this. That's all I have. Uh, don't scripted. Go off. Uh, I do everything improv, sort of like a, you know, sort of like a ping pong bell. Yeah, okay. How do you do that? How, how, how do you do this going? Hold on. I'm Dude, sorry, I'm Dudio actually is dumb enough that he said this might be the real Tom Waits. You're, you're suspended on the show if you think this is the real Tom Waits. Cause 
You know how I know it's not the real Tom Waits? Because he's calling I don't know the show. Even the cat take it out of that dude. He's calling the show, Dudio. Well, you know, he, uh, he doesn't know what he's doing over there. So, uh, what's what's going on, Mr. Waits? What, to what do we owe the pleasure of this call? Well, I just, you know, I've been writing some songs and tunes. That's also how I know it's not the real Tom Waits. Uh, writing songs. Uh, I get it. Uh, well, that, that was inspired by the show. I thought I might uh, write some songs about the show, but I thought I'd talk to you first and see if that's okay. Sure. What do you want to say now? What do you want to say? In song or in, in practice? Look, you're the, you're the one reading off your script. You tell me what's on the page. Um, the page says, uh, uh, best show, uh, call them tonight uh, before you go to sleep. Best show is what now? Say that again. It, it says go to put column before you go to sleep. Okay, call the best show before you go to sleep. Sorry, I'm using a telephone. Sure, you're going to put me to sleep with this. Yeah, well, that could be, uh, uh, yeah. No, look, let's drop the, per- let's drop the impression. Let's meet the voice behind the impression. Let's, 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 let's honor the talent here. Yeah, I've got some ideas for songs for you. I don't know. See, now yeah. you're shifting. It's almost like Dylan now. Now you're almost. Want to chip, chip in with those? Uh, oh, he's a, he was a good guy, but he's sort of a. Uh, now it's Bob Dylan. Know. You're doing Bob Dylan now. Well, you know, he's a, he's an old man too. Lots of the old men. We all, I don't know. You end up sounding like a pirate with one leg. Now you've shifted into take me into the mall game. Yeah, that's good. Is that me or uh, the Dylan guy? A lot of people want to know. Is that me? I don't know. I'm not sure who you're doing. Baseball is a sport a lot of people enjoy. The play. I like it. I like what you're doing. Take me out to the mall game. I think he's more of a whiner. Okay, en- enough, enough. We get this this uh, thing you did here. Great, great job tonight. I tip my hat to you. A five. More of it. Is it is it a stovepipe hat or like a? No, it's a dumb, it's a dumb, dumb, dumb uh, bar dude hat like you wear. Fedora. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. I like it. My fedora's in the gutter. Sweet Matilda. Yeah. What happened to you? Who threw up on my spats? Who threw up on my spats? That's pretty good. Uh, Did you ever think about a career in uh, Tom Waits uh, cover band? We're we're done here. Goodbye. Yeah, you're you're on probation, Mike. You're on probation. Seven years. Studio was fooled. He's on pro- eight, eight years. Eight years. This is it. These are some big moves. Eight year probation for Dudio for falling for that. Those are real Tom Waits. Oh, come on. Studio. The studio thinks this is like the biggest show ever. Like, he'll, somebody would be thinking, say, like, yeah, it's, uh, uh, it'd be like, yeah, you know, uh, uh, Brad Pitt said he like, we should get him on the show. Yeah, we should. Sure. Go get Brad Pitt on the show. Brad Pitt said he wants to film a comedy. You know, we should get him to call in. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we're struggling. We get this Tom Waits impression, and we got uh, the drunk from Twin Peaks 
is the best we got. We're pulling up a lame on a lot of these guys. We're Sinbad. We're Sinbad. Mike. You know where Sinbad is? He disappeared. Just like Sinbad does. Like like the like he threw a puff in a puff, in a puff of smoke. He's not calling the show. No, look, I I gotta say the crew on the show. I love them. I love one more than the next. But Mike, you remember. As much as I love Dudio, and I love him. As much as I love Pat, and I love him. They're not fit to carry your jock. Never forget it. Best show, hi. Hello? Yes, hi, welcome. Oh, hi. Hi, Tom. This is Matt uh, in Los Angeles. Matt in Los Angeles. What's up, Matt? Um, yeah, we... Uh, hi, first, I'm just a big fan. Happy to speak to you. I'm uh, hanging out here with my three dogs. And um, my, my wife's working late, so I'm a little bit just kind of pacing around the house. And uh, we're, we're getting ready to be uh, foster parents here real soon. And so I'm looking at all these rooms in the house that we're trying to get ready and pieces of furniture that we're sanding and painting and, you know, attaching to the walls. So in the event of an earthquake, it doesn't fall on anybody. Sure. No, you got to uh, be safe with that stuff out, out there. That's yeah. you got to watch out for that staff. stuff. Yeah. And it's all just coming together like a real, like it's something we've kind of been walking towards in a very slow, <laughs> stately now, way. How, 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 old, how old is the, 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 the foster uh, uh, you'll be taking in? Well, there'll be sisters. And one of them is three months and one of them is almost two years old. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, kind of like, uh, yeah, very awesome. Yeah, you make sure everything's safe. Yeah. Yeah, just double checking and looking all around, making sure they got all the electricity. Uh, now we're talking covers. about humans here, right? Yeah, human beings. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to make yeah. sure. Yeah, no, we're uh, valid, valid thing to confirm. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. So look, that's yeah. great. Well, yeah. Well, thanks. I appreciate that, and uh, I want to. Just you know, say thank you for the good work you do. Well, you're 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 a nice guy. You're sweet to say that, and I I tip my hat to you, and I wish you nothing but the best with this. This is very exciting. Thank you, thank you, and uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, it's, it's helped me just to speak with you, and thanks for your encouragement. I won't uh, I won't keep you. I know you got a lot of other other stuff I to know do. You've got a lot of other stuff to do. Yeah, thanks, All thanks. Right. So, including listening to the best show. Thanks right. a lot, Take Tom. Care, buddy. Mike. Okay, bye. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. To whom am I speaking? This is uh, Zachary in Covington, Georgia. How are you? I'm good. What's going on in Covington, Georgia tonight? That's where, uh, who grew up in Covington? You can say it. Who's I have no idea. I grew up in Covington, Covington, so. Might be you. Yes. What's Covington near? What's Covington near? Athens, Georgia. Near Athens. Home of, say it. University of Georgia. That's right. And? Ah, R.E.M. And? Many other bands that were successful. That's right. Many other bands. 
The brothers. How was your Memorial Day? What's that, Jason? Jason had a band in Athens, Dudio. He did. He did, yeah. Were they good? They were. Were they? They were, yeah. It was good stuff. Good stuff. What were they called again? No, how good how good were they? How good were they? They were very good. On what scale? Uh on a scale of one to ten, I'd put them at a soft seven. That's not bad. No, in the in the in the history of everything, yeah. Soft. Okay, a hard seven. You happy? You happy? A At soft. least give him a medium. Okay, give me all right, a seven okay. then. Just a straight up seven. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. Did you have to deal with the Memorial Day traffic yesterday? No. Oh, you should have. I should have. Oh, it was awful. I've been in bad traffic before. I know what it's like. Yeah, when? When? I mean, you're driving me nuts also. Get lost. When? What a... God bless. Come on, Tom. Hold it together, Tom. Hold it together. These are nice people. Nice people. Best show, hi. Hi, uh, this is Jamie from Bethesda. How are you? I'm good. Jamie from Bethesda. What's up in Bethesda tonight, Jamie? Uh, not much, actually. I just came home, uh, after, I graduated yesterday from college, so, uh, Congratulations. I'm just you relaxing. That, you got that diploma now? You got that diploma? Yep, that diploma, got it. Uh, uh, was, I was, uh, at Overland College for about four years. And what did you study? Uh, computer science. Uh, I barely survived. Uh, Give us a college. So what's a crazy thing you did at college? What's a crazy thing? You ever push a bed out of a window? What did you do? I don't think I do ever team? did anything like super crazy. I don't think Oberlin's like a place that does, you know, we don't really have a drinking culture at Oberlin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what did you do uh, to the dean? Tell me something you did to the dean. What did you do? What did you do? Um, you well, I uh, performed in uh, an acapella group, of course. You performed in an uh, acapella group? Yeah. What was the name of your acapella group? Um, uh, the overtones. The overtones. Yeah, well, it's like over, but like with a B. The oh, oh, I get it. Ober, overtone. Yeah. And yeah. what's a good? What's a good? Um, what's a good uh, uh, song you guys would do? What uh, football here? Up in the um, grandstand, and in the bandstand, you gotta be a football here. Jump in on this anytime you want. You gotta be a football hero. Come on. Well, Willem doesn't really you have a football team. A... Okay. Uh, I mean, we're D3, but like, Let we don't. Let me call you sweetheart. Did you do that one? And what did you no, do? I what think was we your, did, what range like, were you? What range were you in the, in the, in the, in the group? Like baritone-ish. Uh, I only did it for like one semester, though. Give me a little I bit. Give me a in... taste. Give me a taste. Uh, I did Crazy Love by uh, by uh, Van Morrison. How's that go now? What? Let's hear it. Uh, 
She give me love, 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 crazy love. She give me love, 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 crazy love. Sorry. Crazy love. Who's that guy? Was there a bass in the group too? Crazy love. Uh, there was a bass range, uh, but yeah, I couldn't really hit those mm-hmm. low notes as well. And I also couldn't hit the really high notes. I was just smack in the middle. So what's the craziest thing you did then? If you didn't, you didn't trash the dean's office or you, you didn't like put a, a, a mule in his office or do anything nuts like that. What'd you do? You, do you throw up anywhere? You throw up anywhere uh, of note? Um, you eat too much pizza one night. What did you do? You had to have done something crazy. What did you do? <laughs> what did you uh, do? Or a milkshake on a well, bully's head? And ran away? No, but I uh, did. I, I was in a couple of uh, protests, I guess, a couple of times, maybe. Okay. What were you protesting? Um, just like school things. Uh, a couple of uh, there were some. Uh, School thing. And there were some protests after the, uh, uh, in, about the Ferguson, uh, and, um, just, it was a very crazy time. But that's not, but that's not uh, that cra- I'm talking about irresponsible, that's a responsible crazy. Story. I'm not, I'm not really, I don't really yeah, dude, do irresponsible what did you things. Do? Shoot fireworks off somewhere? I think. What you do? The, Right. Most irresponsible thing I did was prank phone call. Uh, right, prank phone call. Uh, what you do? You do a prank. You had to have done something. You do you steal <laughs> something? You steal something from the cafeteria? Give me something. Come on. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. I uh, just set a turtle uh, on fire. What you do? Come on. Give me something. Well, I had to. Uh, I had to fish out. Um. I I lived in my. Freshman year, uh, yeah. uh, I lived in uh, this freshman year dorm, and it was not very pleasant. And uh, I had to. Uh, I remember I uh, fished a uh, beer can out of a toilet. That you, you threw it in there in an act of rage. I did not throw it in there, but I fished it out. Yeah, so you um, were doing. You were being a, a helpful. Yeah, I I don't. You didn't do I nothing. don't really. You didn't do no. You're I'm going sorry, back. I'm not. What I want you to do. No, this is what I want you. What's your name again? What's your name again? Billy. What is it? Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. I'm yeah. not messing around here. This is what you got to do. You got that diploma, right? Yeah. Send it to me. You send it to me. <laughs> I'm gonna hold it until you do something nuts. You go back to that school and you do something nuts. Then you get your diploma back. Oh, uh, you got to staying up till like like six a.m. doesn't count. No, because you probably were studying, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Now you got to go back and do something. You got to be a nuisance. You got to ride a dirt bike across uh, the quad. Right? I, I uh, probably ran into somebody yeah, with Papa my bike wheelie. once. Or twice. Pop a wheelie. Pop a wheelie in the quad. Right? Tra- trash the library. Do, do something. Yeah. Do something. Come on. I, uh, 
I, I, I wrote, uh, throw a cherry bomb down the turtle. funny messages on the board or something. No, that doesn't count. It's, you you do what sorry, I say you do. You go back to that school, you throw a cherry bomb down the turlet and blow up the entire plumbing system at the, <laughs> at the library. And then, then you can get your diploma back. <laughs> All right. I'll go ahead. You're not uh, do it. You're I not wanted to do say, it. no, you're good. This is what's going to happen to you too, Billy. I'm going to tell you right now. You're going to regret this the rest of your life, and you're going to turn into a. You're going to go nuts, and you're going to not have any. You're not going to have any compass for how nuts you go because you didn't do. You didn't go a little nuts when you could have. You're going to go a lot nuts, and everybody's <laughs> going to be terrified because you because you, you you're getting it out of your system. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> you know that's yeah. going to happen, right? I'm. I'm. I've already gone pretty nuts. Just. Uh. Already, you know, being in a small, really small town, you get, it's kind of claustrophobic. Nah, you didn't go nuts yet. You're going to go nuts. You got to get it out of your system. I'm worried. Yeah. I'm worried. Get it um, out of your uh, system. I should have probably heckled uh, David Sedaris when he uh, spoke at the commencement. Yeah, there you go. But somebody else did that beforehand. You should have heckled David right? You should have heckled yeah. him. And she yelled something out, just like, "Yeah, why don't you stop mining your family for profit?" Right? Yeah, someone called him an asshole. Uh, well, sorry. You, just cur- you know what? You just cursed on the show. You're on your way. I'm right? sorry. All right. No, you're on I'm your sorry. way. You're on your way, Billy. You're on your I'm way. Sorry about that. Goodbye, Billy. I'm not done with yeah? you yet. You got this. Is what you got to do? You got to go. Because uh, remember, this, uh, remember the song. There's a reason that song goes. No one ever ever gonna survive unless we. What is it? You say the rest. You know what it is. Uh, I actually don't. I'm sorry. This is what I want you to do. Crazy. Okay. This is what I want you to do. Load that song up on on your uh, on your phone. Blast it through the Bluetooth. Re. You got to reunite the Obertones. And do a version of Crazy. Right in the dean's face. Yes, scream it right in his face. Right? All right. Then when he okay. says anything, you haul back, you slap him. Right? All right. You slap him. All right. You're going to do none of this. Get off my phone. That's the kind of guy that drives Mike nuts. So would Mike, because I know a guy like Mike. He was, uh, he was uh, drinking beers and bird dog and chicks. Back then, he hears a guy like that. He gets sick to he gets sick to his stomach. It's a waste of youth. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Uh, Annabelle from Ohio. Annabelle from where now? Ohio. From Ohio. What's going on, Annabelle? What's What's up with you? Uh, not much. I'm on summer break now, so I have more time to be able to listen to the show and call in. You finished your school? For my junior year, yeah. For your junior year of what school now? Brunswick High School. High school? Yes. Congratulations. You did. You have one more year to go. Thanks. Then you're out of high school. You can stop. You can start next year. You just stare out the window. That's what you do the whole time. You just stare out the window. It's called senioritis. And now all the seniors talked about it, and I was like, "Well, yeah." It's time for you to get some senioritis. 
right? What are you doing this summer? Um, next week starts my summer school, so that's something. And is this summer school because you're a troubled teen? Is that why you have summer school? No, because I failed math. Okay. Eh, not troubled, but just uh, a, a, a mathematics, a, a, a teen struggling with math. Yes. So what's the goal here? You take the math thing and then you get better at it and you pass the class? I mean, I'm pretty sure the goal for the summer is just pass the class yeah, pass. so I don't have to, like, repeat a grade. Because, look, I'll tell you this, Annabelle. Math, I'm not good at it. I was never good at it. Uh, but you get by. You get by. You just just pass the thing and move on. You, you get to a point you don't have to keep doing it. There's certain things you just don't you just don't go back to. That's true. So get past it. Pass it. Move on. I know. I'm ready for it to be over with. Because you are in a singing group, also, if I remember correctly, right? Oh yes, I am. And what's going on with that group? Uh, we're done for the year. We had our final concert, and I tried to attend, but it didn't end well. So The final concert didn't end well? No, because I had um, an upper respiratory infection oh, that no. whole week before, or whole week of. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm better now. So you weren't able to sing? Yeah, but um, I fear my choir teacher, and I feared my grade in that class. And so I attended the concert anyways, and I uh, almost passed out before the concert started. Well, you need to take care of your health first, Annabelle. <sighs> yeah, I know. So do that. Take care of it. Don't uh, don't just run yourself down. Listen, I like putting other people before myself. That's who I am. Well, it's at a person. point you got to take care of yourself. No. You can always regret it if you don't learn how to do that. I know. So do it! I'm trying. Keep trying, though. I know you're trying. Just keep trying. It's for your own, it's for your own protection. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Mm. Be nice to yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Right? I try. I do. Good. Are you going to see any movies over the summer? Uh, I went and saw uh, Deadpool 2 recently. So, I mean. so how is that now? I didn't get to see it yet. Don't spoil anything for it. Don't spoil, I don't want. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. If Deadpool says anything outrageous, I don't want to know about it. I want to be surprised in the theater. I have a feeling this time... Deadpool does not break down the fourth wall and talk directly to the audience. I don't want to know whether he does or not. I have a feeling he's that's a that's a technique he is not doing in this movie, even though he did it 750 times in the first movie. I think that's something he left behind. It it ran its course. He's not doing it anymore. Don't tell me whether he does it. I just thought it was really good. And does he make any quips in this one? Don't tell me. I don't want to know, actually. I don't want to know. I thought I wanted to know. I don't want to know if he makes any crazy quips. 
well, you know, he's in it, and there are returning characters. I'm ready. It was good. I liked it. If I didn't have to go to Chicago tomorrow to do this dumb onion thing, I'd go see it. But no, I've got to moderate the onion panel at the Onion Comedy Fest tomorrow. I have absolutely nothing going on tomorrow. Well, getting that drive to Chicago. I can't drive. You're not that far away. I can't drive, though. That's the problem. Well, maybe next time. Yeah. Maybe next time. All right, Annabelle, I appreciate it. I'm glad you're done. Congratulations. Take care of your health, and we will keep talking over the summer. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Wait, no, I can't say it. If I say bye-bye like that, it means the show's done forever. I'll just say bye. How's that? Is that nice? Bye. That sounds bye. good? Bye. Okay, you have a good night. You too. Bye. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Tom from Brooklyn. Tom from Brooklyn. What's going on out there in Brooklyn? What neighborhood in Brooklyn are you in? Uh, Bed-Stuy. Bed-Stuy. Indeed. Good, good neighborhood, right? Yeah, it's nice. There's not that much of anything over by my place other than other apartments, uh, there's a, there's a good restaurant, good vegan place around the corner, but that's about it. That sounds good. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty nice spot. So what's going on tonight? Well, I wanted to uh, briefly talk to you about John Taffer from Bar Rescue. Yes, okay, now you got my attention. So uh, there's an interview with him in the New York Times from a couple of years ago uh, that is just, it, it's mind-blowing. <laughs> Uh, it's not a very long interview, um, and he starts off uh, sort of self-aggrandizing, as you would sort of expect from John Taffer, talking about how his show is Shakespearean, um, talking about how uh, the, the plot line of, of his episodes of Bar Rescue emulate uh, Shakespeare. It is, uh, um, it is Shakespearean in one way. When I watch it, I get bored and glaze over and can't <laughs> wait for it to end. And it feels yeah. like, it feels a half hour too long. Yeah, that, that seems about right. Uh, so in that way, it is not unlike the Bard, right? Uh, you know what the Bard yeah. once said? What did he say? All the world is a stage, and we are merely players. John Taffer's probably said that a few times. Is that times what the Bard himself. said? Pat? Pat? Studio, is Mike there? Mike, did the Bard say that? The Bard believes the Bard said that. Okay. Well, um, the real gem of this interview is at the very end Mm -hmm. uh, when he talks about uh, this time, the the two times that he ever cried in a bar. The two times uh, that John Taffer, host of Bar Rescue, ever cried in a bar. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm all ears. Tell me. All right. So the first time that he cried in a bar was in a nightclub that he describes as the greatest nightclub ever built called Pulsations that had a spaceship <laughs> that flew into the room and deposited a robot on the dance floor. Yeah. And he said, 
to see this robot come out, it was the closest to a religious experience that I've seen without it being religious. All right, that's that's where where did you get this interview from? This is from the New York Times in uh, February of 2016. Okay, so so he saw a robot. He saw a, a spaceship drop a robot off on a dance floor at a club called Pulsations. Yeah. And then he, um, that was the closest he ever came to a religious experience. Yes. If you go to one of the bars Mike works at, you can see something similar to that. Although <laughs> instead of it being a spaceship that, uh, that a robot comes out of, it's vomit coming out of the, <laughs> It's it's some sort of projectile coming of of your I think your choice actually you can, you can choose at this point. Yeah, there's a YouTube video called what? Hold hold on, Mike's telling me there's a thing of pulsations with the robot. Hold on, I haven't actually seen this pulsations nightclub robot. Hold on. This size. First of all, I'm going to say you, young man. What's your name again? Keith? What is it? Tom. Tom, that's right. Yeah, okay, I'm looking at this now. This seems stupid. <laughs> I'm watching along with This you. is a religious experience for this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, watching this dumb robot. It looks like the robot from Rocky IV. It's like Paulie's <laughs> robot from Rocky IV. So probably yeah. the same yeah. era, I think. Yeah. Can you believe this? Who would think this is good? Oh, because there's the spaceship. Very, the spaceship's very impressive, I will say. Yeah, it's a little like the P-Funk mothership. It's kind of like masses. The giant spaceship <laughs> hovers over. And a robot lowers down. Now, now there's a, a lady dancing with the robot. This really, it is. I think it is the Rocky Four robot uh, falling on hard times. Rocky Four robot. Rocky Four robot didn't have had to uh, budget its money out. It's stuck working at pulsations now. I must work at pulsations. I thought that the Rocky Four money would last forever. I didn't realize that residuals work differently for non-primary cast members. I thought I was um, plus five in terms of dialogue. <laughs> so, um, so that's what he said. What's, the, the, second, what's the second time he tried? Next, and di I'm telling you right now, right now, buddy. If you say anything about these cigarettes for legs, I'm going to get you. Absolutely. Not a chance. I, I'm warning you. Because I'm going to say this. Um, There's this clown yeah. who calls the show. And he'll string me along. He'll start talking all about this, that, the other thing. Makes me makes me all responsive to everything he's saying. Then suddenly he mentions this, the e-cigarettes for legs, and he hangs up. And now, I would have never. I'm not worried I, I would have never read it. Okay. I'm not worried about him. I'm worried about the weird copycats now that have started. I would have never read an entire interview with John Taffer just so I could yeah. spoil it okay. by yeah. saying yeah. e-cigarettes yeah. for All like right. the end. Well, you just said it, so that might have been you getting your jollies. 
Go ahead. What's the second no, I, time he cried? Let me hear what the second time bar rescue host John Taffer cried at a bar was what? So uh, I'll, I'll read the direct quote for you. And he says, the other time I cried at a bar was at the Troubadour in West Hollywood. A band performed a song, and it was just so remarkable that it brought tears to my eyes. The band was the knack, and the song was my Sharona. The dumbest thing I ever heard. <laughs> John Taffer watching the knack do my Sharona starts crying. In tears. In tears. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. You know what? What's that? That would be one of the, the worst songs to get beat up to now that I think of My it. My Sharona would be a pretty bad song to get beat up yeah. to. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. You you, you 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 brought it, my friend. Do what I can. You have a grand evening. You do that. show. hi. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Lori. Lori. Yeah. From Miami. Miami. Lori from Miami. Lori from mm-hmm. Miami. Mike. It's Lori from Miami. What's going on tonight, Lori? To what do well, I have the pleasure of this call? <laughs> I, I'm glad your um, previous caller, Keith, brought up reality television. Because? I want to talk about my favorite show on television. Let me hear about this. This I can't wait for. What is your favorite show on television? I, I think the best show on television uh, is Vanderpump Rules. Oh, I know there's a fan in your studio right now, and I'm just wondering if you've ever uh, seen an episode of my favorite show. I've watched dribs and drabs of it. That's not for me. That's not for me. You should watch it. I've watched it. I don't like it. Oh, what do I do, have to do to get you to do a live commentary Let me ask you a question. How did you, how did you like the Rockets Warriors game last night? How did you like that? <laughs> what is that? Why not? I don't know what that means. It's a basketball game. Remember when oh. you would call, remember when you'd call up and you'd be like, yeah, the Miami Heat. This it's like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> rubbing this thing My in your face, it. fell into your lap, fell into your lap that the team got good all of a sudden, and you're rubbing it in everyone's face <laughs> if you, as if you were something didn't even to do watch with it. it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even watch it. You just you just went around flaunting it in everybody's face. You weren't <laughs> yeah. even watching it. My mom's a fan of LeBron, though. She's a little uh, salty over. Him going back to yeah, well, what um, whatever a, what that team a, what was. A, what a hurtful move he made, leaving a team to go to another team. Can you believe the nerve of this guy? <laughs> leaving the Miami Heat to go back, to go to the Cleveland Cat. Where, where would anybody, how could yeah, anybody live? That. How could anyone accept a move like that? <laughs> I understand Cleveland didn't react so well when it was the other way around. So. And neither did Miami. Except no, no, not so much. Uh, my mom was none too happy. Yeah, your mother's still mad about it. This guy, <laughs> went, down there. This guy went down there, he won a couple championships, and he split. <laughs> what's, so, what's so bad? But according to Mike, he's a loser. He, <laughs> oh, he wow. A, you know, I mean, he he, he, he's, he's 33, and he's doing the thing. Mike, you got to understand. 
when you're when you're at the highest level, guy, guy, people like me and LeBron, and we don't always win. We don't always win. It's that we're in it. Now you want to sit on the sidelines, and you want to do all your stuff. Well, I'm going to tell you this, Mike. If you want to be in the thing, and you don't want your producer up in the video, um, this is the the Source Awards when 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 uh, the taunting started between uh, Suge Knight. We can make fun of Suge Knight, right? He's not going to get us. No, I don't. I, I, I think you're safe. I think I could take that dude in a fight anyway. There's what do you think about this whole Pusha T and Drake thing? I'm not following it. I'm, I was not in front of my computer today. Apparently, eight rounds of a, a battle has taken place. Yeah, apparently. These I don't know. Maybe they had this whole thing planned out. These are the people I could beat up. The famous people I could beat up. <laughs> Okay, let's hear it. Vin Diesel. <laughs> Don't laugh. I'm sorry. I'm sure you can take him on. Clay Matthews. Terry Crews. Tom Cruise. I, I believe that one. I'm telling you, these are all people I could beat up. I'm not naming anybody I can't beat up. <laughs> Did you hear me say The Rock? No, I can't beat him up. <laughs> he has the edge on me. What about Eric Roberts? Do you think you could take him on? Probably not. He seems like a dirty fighter. He seems sneaky. Probably. I'm trying to think who else I could beat in a fight. I know I could beat Terry Crews. I know I could beat Clay Matthews. Uh, Jason Statham I could beat in a fight. Mm-hmm. I could beat him gently. I could beat in a fight. <laughs> um, who else could I beat in a fight? Mike, anyone? Dudio? Anyone of all the Hollywood Chris's? Oh, of all the Hollywood, go through the Hollywood Chris's. I'll tell you if I could beat him up. Name them one by one. Chris Pratt? Be it could beat him up. Chris Evans could beat him up. Chris Pine could beat him up. There's a fourth Chris, and I always forget one of the four. He played Thor. I could not beat him up. Oh, the one who played Thor. Thank you. Christopher Guest could not beat Christopher Guest up. He's royalty. Yeah, he's like he's like a he's like a, a duke or something. Couldn't beat him up. Yeah, he's been knighted, so Duke, you know Duke that. from the Rocky movies powers. could not beat him up. Apollo Creed Strainer could not beat him up. Apollo Creed, Carl Weathers could beat him up. Michael B. Jordan could not beat him up. His son in the movies could not beat him up. Could beat up Sylvester Stallone now. Sure. This Name all the errors of a Sylvester Stallone. All of them? Yeah. Go ahead, Lori. Come on. <laughs> Can I pull up IMDb? No, just give me some general errors. Um, what is that um, movie where he was playing like an Italian mob boss and it was a comedy and his daughter was like getting married? 
It was yeah, kind of not good. What was that, what was that called? Uh, Duke or something? <laughs> something like him, Oscar. It was called Oscar. I could beat him up in, in that that era of Sylvester. Yeah, Stone. that was Oscar. Beat, I could beat him up. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, the one where there was like a whole team up of former. That was a pretty. Oh, that's a good one. one. The Expendables. Name the Expendables. I'll tell you which Expendable I could beat up. <laughs> I don't know if I can name them all. Um, I guess um, Van Damme. To beat him up. Uh, I don't know who else was in it. Was Samuel L. Jackson in it? Steven Seagal could definitely beat him up. Oh, for sure. I believe that. Okay, I'm looking at the lineup here of Expendables. Let's see. Sylvester Stallone could beat up. Jason Statham could beat up. Jet Li already said I could beat him up. Dolph Lundgren could beat him up. Eric Roberts, he's a sneaky fighter. I wouldn't want to try. Uh, Steve Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin, I could beat him up. Um... Terry Crews, I already said I could beat him up. Mickey Rourke, don't think I could beat him up. Hmm. I think he'd bring some of that that uh, that uh, Bayonne he learned. He I think Liam Hemsworth is in that movie, too. That's Chris Hemsworth's brother. Yeah, you uh, think he could beat him up? I could beat Liam up, can't beat up Chris. Let's see. Okay. Expendables 3. Harrison Ford yeah. could beat him up. Arnold Schwarzenegger could beat him up. Mel Gibson could beat him up. Wesley Snipes could not beat him up. Already said Terry. Kelsey Grammer could not beat him up. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer. No, Kelsey Grammer. He, he was in Beauty and the Beast uh, in the Hollywood Bowl. He would pulverize me. Ronda Rousey could not beat her up. Um, Antonio Banderas could beat him up. Sean Penn could not beat him up. He's wiry. And have yeah, well, real edge. I mean, I'd like to see him be that bottle, personally. Get a broken over my head with that guy, right? That guy would turn around, and break yeah. a bottle over my head. Mm, probably. I mean, I'm sure he's done it to plenty of women too. Well, I'm not sure he has, but I'll I'll say. I'm reasonably certain. What's that now? I'm reasonably certain he he's he's not been so nice to women. Yeah, no, I, I've heard the stuff. I just don't want to go around saying the whole thing. I don't know. I don't want to. Okay. Yeah, I mean, don't want me. I don't want to take my show Allegedly, away allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. Okay, allegedly. Thank you. Who else here? Somebody wants to know about the members of Genesis, who I could beat up in Genesis. Peter Gabriel could could not beat him up. Mike Rutherford could beat him up. Tony Banks could not beat Tony Banks up. Phil Collins could beat him up. Um, who else is in Genesis I'm missing? Who is the other guitar? Who? Tony Banks could not beat up. He'd beat me up. What about the members of Rush? Members of Rush, I could beat, uh, I could beat up Neil Peart and Getty Lee could not beat up Alex Lifeson. Okay, good to know. Yeah. This is... This, this has been very informative. Mike wants to know about the cast of Pawn Stars, who I could beat up in there. <laughs> uh, let's see. Rick could not beat up. Uh, Chumley could not beat up. What's the kid's name? What? Corey could not beat him up. The old man could not beat him. Uh, any of them. I couldn't beat anyone up from Pawn Stars. All four Pawn Stars could beat me up. If you want a personalized message from Chumley, I, I think 
uh, you can uh, book him via Cameo. Oh, jeepers! I, I I better get I better sign up early. I wouldn't want to miss the opportunity to get a personalized message from from Chumley from, from <laughs> only fifty four dollars. Yeah, only fifty four dollars. They better throw in something else. So they better throw in a, a lobster dinner with that fifty four dollars. They better throw in a they should throw in a sixty dollar lobster dinner with that fifty four dollars. No, it's, it's just like a thirty second video, I think. Thirty second video. Okay, somebody wants. It might to, be a minute. No, it's probably thirty seconds. Somebody wants to know about um, the members of Polyphonic Spree. Which ones I could beat up. Let's see. Where's the list? Where's the list? Tim DeLaughter could not beat him up. Mark Pirro could beat him up. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, Jason Garner could beat him up. Bach Norwood could not. Evan Weiss could not beat him up. Paul Demir could beat him up. Mike St. Clair could not beat up. Sean Redman could not beat up. Uh, Nick Earl could beat up and Ryan Fitzgerald could not beat up. That's the, mm. uh, that's the gentleman of the, uh, polyphonic spree. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go around talking about beating uh, ladies up. Sorry. The sick Thank you for that. Sick. Yeah. Th- th- don't worry, Lori. That's, that's what we call a baseline action. That does not deserve <laughs> praise. That does not deserve praise to be just, thank you for not, thank you for not naming women you'd beat up. No. I, I, that, that was yeah, look how low of a bar how low of a bar are you setting on the world? Lori? I don't know. I mean it's a pretty low bar. Somebody wants to know about the cast of Arrested Development, who I could beat up. Oh, Let's yeah, there's here. some people in that cast that I'd like to see beat up. Let's see here. The cast of Arrested Development. Who could I beat up with this cast? Let's pull this up. Michael Sarah? Hold on, hold on, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Jason Bateman could beat up. Will Arnett could beat up. Michael Sarah could not and would not beat up. He's a nice guy. Jeffrey Tambor could beat him up. David Cross, not going to try. I like him. Uh, let's see. Tony Hale could beat up. Ron Howard could not beat up. Uh, ben Stiller is Tony Wonder. Am I beating him up? He could beat me up. He's in, these guys ripped. Um, yeah, there you go. Scott Bale? Scott Bayo, he could beat me up. <laughs> really? Yeah. You don't think you could take him on? I could take him on. He'd lay me out like a like a broken lawn chair. I'd be laying Aww. on the ground. Guy's strong. He's got rage in him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He he does have a lot of rage in him. He does. Mm. Now yeah. What wants- about Henry uh, Winkler? What about Henry Winkler? Could no, could not and would not be. Very nice man. I met him. Very nice guy. I'm not going to fight him. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want you fighting him either. All right, That's not wants, a fight I would pay to see. Somebody wants to know about Seinfeld cast here, and they want to know about all of them. They said, oh, not just the four. Okay. Jason Alexander, <laughs> George Costanza could beat up. Jerry Seinfeld could beat up. Michael Rich, Cosmo Kramer could not beat up. Newman could not beat up. Um, Frank Costanza could not beat up. Morty Seinfeld could beat up. Jay Peterman could beat up. Uncle Leo, I could beat up. Russell Dalrymple, I could beat up. David Putty could not beat up. Mr. Lipman could beat up. 
Mickey uh, could not beat up. Tim Watley could beat up. Jackie Childs could beat up. Uh, let's see here. Wilhelm could beat up. Uh, Banya, I could beat him up. Um, let's see who else is here on the thing. TV George uh, from the pilot when they did the pilot. Jeremy Piven could beat up. Uh, Larry Hankin, who played Kramer on the TV pilot version of Seinfeld, could not beat up. Rance Howard could not beat up. Brad Garrett could beat up. He played with the mechanic. Um, okay. Soup Nazi could beat up. Um, let's see who else here. Uh, who else is good here? Lloyd Bridges, who played Izzy Mandelbaum, could beat up. Yeah, that's that's kind of a, a kind of a good taste of the Seinfeld cast. What about uh, Cheers? The cast of Cheers. All right, name the cast of Cheers. I'll tell you who I could beat up. Uh, Ted Danson could beat up. Kelsey Grammer. We well, wait. Not, have we already, already done Kelsey Grammer? Already established. I cannot beat up Kelsey Grammer. Um. Uh, now I'm suddenly blanking on the rest of the cast. I, I can remember the female characters. I'm not going to fight the females. What, 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 what are you <laughs> no, Let me IMD. Okay, Woody Harrelson. Can you take him on? Could beat up Woody Harrelson, yes. George, George Wendt could definitely beat up. And would <laughs> and have beaten up. Have John beat Ratzenberger. Up. John Ratzenberger could not beat up. <laughs> okay. Coach, Coach could beat up, did beat up. <laughs> I, I I believe that. Someone wants to know about SN, the cast of the entire cast of SNL throughout history. <laughs> that's that's going to take the rest of the show. It might. Lori, I do what people tell me to do here. Okay, go ahead. 145 cast members ranked. Here we go. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. could beat up. The Muppets could beat them up. Um, Jim Brewer could beat up. Gilbert Gottfried could not, would not. Colin Quinn could not, would not. Norm MacDonald could not beat up. Randy Quaid could not beat up. Uh, Jay Moore could beat up. Uh, Matthew Lawrence could beat up. Patrick Weathers could not beat up. Um, Charles Rocket could beat up. Tony Rosado could not beat up. Uh, Dan Vitale could beat up. Ben Stiller already said I can't beat him up. Um, Jerry Miner could not, would not. Rob Riggle could and have beat up. Finesse Mitchell could beat up. Jeff Richards could beat up. Paul uh, Bertan could not beat up. Dean Edwards could not beat up. Damon Wayans could beat up. Michael O'Donohue could beat up. Anthony Michael Hall could beat up. Uh, David Keckner could not beat up. Uh, Fred Wolf could beat up. Mark McKinney could not beat up. Chris Elliott could not, would not. Um, George Coe could not beat up. Bobby Moynihan could beat up. Gary Kroger could beat up. Brian Dole Murray could beat him up. Chris Catan could beat him up. Um, Beck Bennett could beat up. Tim Robinson could beat up. Michael Che could beat up. Michael Bryan could not beat up. Carl Mooney could beat up. Colin Jost could not and would not beat up. Very scared of him. 
Pete Davidson <laughs> could not beat up. Wait, why, why are you scared of Colin Jost? He's, 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 he's got high and low locked up, Laurie. He's got high and low locked up. He's got Harvard and Staten Island. He's got, it's, oh, like, okay. it's like one half of them is Staten Island, one of the other half is Harvard. Do like so you think he could go crazy on you? I think he could outsmart me because he, could, he oh. could he could be smarter than me and also dumber than me at the same time. <laughs> okay, thank you for clarifying. And I'm not that. saying which one's which. I think Staten Island might be the smarter one. I meet some of these sure. Harvard people. These Harvard people, one's dumber than the next. I meet from Harvard. John Radzinski That's- could beat up Mikey Day. Could not beat up Alex Moffat. Uh. Alex Moffat, uh, uh, which one's Alex Moffat again? I, I couldn't tell you. Could beat him up. Uh, I, I a, think a, a Whitney Brown, A Whitney Brown could beat up. Harry Shearer could beat up. Michael McKean could beat up. Um, Brooks Whelan could not beat, beat up. You Michael McKean? Jim Belushi could beat up. Um, Rich Hall could beat up. Uh, Brad Hall could beat up. Joe Piscopo could not beat up. Terry Sweeney could not beat up. Tom Davis could not beat up. Garrett Morris could beat up. Um, yeah. Norm McDonald? I, I already said, uh, he, I could beat him up. <laughs> Kevin Nealon yeah, yeah, could beat him up. That. Horatio Sands could beat him up. Um, <laughs> Paul Schaefer could beat him up. Jay Farrow could not beat him up. Lorne Michaels could not beat him up. Tracy Morgan could beat up. Will Forte could beat up. Um, Are you sure you couldn't beat up Warren Michaels? He's strong. He's he's got that Canadian farmer strength. Daryl Hammond okay. could not beat up. Tim Meadows could beat up. Keenan Thompson could beat up. Rob Schneider could beat up. Don Novello could not beat up. Taron Killam could not beat up. Don Pardo could beat up, have beat up. Jimmy Fallon could not beat up. Chris Parnell could not beat up. Dennis Miller could not beat up. Um, Tim Kazarinski could beat up. Martin Short could beat up. Billy Crystal could not beat up. Christopher Guest already said can't fight royalty. Seth Myers could beat him up. David Spade could beat him up. Jason Sudeikis could beat him up. Uh, Fred Armisen could not beat him up. Andy Samberg could beat him up. Chris Rock could beat him up. Alf Rankin could beat him up. John Lovitz could beat him up. Adam Sandler could not beat him up. Um, he, he's strong. I've seen him in movies go nuts. Uh, water boy, he's strong. Chris Farley could beat him up. Um, Bill Hader could not beat him up. Will Farrell could beat him up. Dana Carvey could beat up. Chevy Chase could beat him up. Phil Hartman could not beat up. Bill Murray could beat up. Some of these people aren't alive anymore. Oh, I'm assuming I'm fighting them at their SNL strength. Dan Aykroyd could not oh, beat okay. up. Mike Myers could beat up. Yeah, what do you think? I'm going to fight a, a dead person? Eddie <laughs> no, Murphy could beat up. John Belushi could beat up. Yeah. There you go. I'm, t- I'm tired of talking about who I could beat up. You get it out of your system, you ghouls. All you want is violence. <laughs> All you ghouls want is violence in the world. All you want is we violence. What is it, Mad Max? What? What's that now? So you beat up Don Paro? Yeah, I could. But you said you did. I did. Yes, I did. There was a shoving match. One time, uh, we got into a shoving match at a, uh, at a Cosmos after soccer, party? So- a Cosmos soccer game. We were both oh, trying okay. to talk to Pele and, uh, 
he got in my way. Lori. Yes. You have a great night. <laughs> How you doing, Mike? Pizza show up? Which kind? Pat? What's the good kind? How what are we in the middle, right? You didn't get those uh backward slices. The ones that uh uh our friend Stephanie Robinson liked. She had never had that before. And I was like, Yeah, they make that all the time. It's pizza. We got every flavor of pizza. Why don't we one week get a pineapple pizza, right? Mmm. How about that dude? What's that? I don't even mean pineapple. I don't even want the ha- just pineapple on it. I like pineapple on a pizza. Throw pineapple on it. What's the big deal? Two oh one. I like when there's people like that's not pizza. Okay, well you don't have any of it then. It's more for me. People are like, they was moaning about like New Jersey with the yeah. Then don't come. Don't come. Very easy. You're going to moan about it. Don't come. There's more room for the rest of us. New Jersey sucks. Okay. Well, leave us alone then. Stay where you are. I remember the time when this guy, and this was a WFMU DJ, and this is, this guy said, started making fun of New Jersey to me. I'm like, where'd you grow up? He's like, Delaware. Oh, what? Delaware? You're going to give me grief? You grew up in Delaware? And I'm not even putting Delaware down. I'm just wondering what lets this, what, what puts this guy on some high horse? Some high horse in Delaware? But you got the rest stop. The rest stop's not even as good as it used to be. The sick world. 201-332-3484 is the number here on the best show. We're probably going to end early tonight. Uh, I have to fly to Chicago in the morning and do the, uh, Onion Comedy Fest. I'm going to be interviewing the the uh, the different Onion writers throughout the ages. It'll be a, a panel moderated by me, and you should come to it. Go to OnionComedyFest.com, I believe it is. It's tomorrow. You better get your tickets. It's almost sold out. It's insulting that it's not sold out. It probably has to do with that font thing. It's probably, if the font was bigger, I'm sure this would be sold out now. So that's uh, OnionComedyFest.com. It's sick, right, Mike? That font thing, does that bother you as much as it bothers me, Mike? I'm going to take that as a no. I'll take it as a no that you're not as phased. I was asking you if the font size for the Onion Comedy Fest bothers you as much as it bothers me. Well, great, though. Thank you. See, we're on the same page now. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, it's Sam from L.A. What's up, Am? Um, good. I've been a listener for a long time. Love the show. Was originally Sam from Manhattan. I work at the Lyric Hyperion and, uh, Mary Houlihan, friend of the show, is doing her one man, sorry, one woman show on Thursday, so I just thought I'd mention it. Hmm. Getting a little business done, eh? <laughs> well, you know, for Mary Houlihan and, you know, thought this was the right place to talk about it. People yeah. love her. Yeah, she's out there now. She's doing her stuff. And if you're in LA and you don't see Mary do her show, when's she doing a Thursday? Thursday, that's right. Yeah, look, you go follow her on Twitter, Mary Hooley, at Mary Hooley, H-O-U-L-I-E. She's one of my favorite people. She's so funny. If you're in L.A. and you miss her, that's uh, that's a blight on, on, on you that you'll maybe never shake. That's right. 
So what the, who works at this theater you do now? What do you do there? You I'm, I'm, I'm the Lyric Hyperion Theater. I assist the, uh, the creative director. So you assist the creative director. And who, what other shows have been there that, uh, that are, uh, feathers in your cap? What, what's, what's, your, my cap? what's your crowning achievement? You know, I'm a, I'm a clown, so I love the clowning shows that uh, Dr. Brown does and Natalie Palomitas does. But we've had some great stand-ups come through, too. Rory Sco- a lot of uh, people like uh, Rory Scovel and Eddie Pepitone, they'll workshop their shows. That hold, on, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Natalie Palomitas, right? That's right. She's very funny. I think she's very funny. I agree. She does a thing with eggs, right? Where she's smashing eggs all over <laughs> her face, right? That <laughs> yeah, that was late. She's got a new show now, too, though. Yeah, she's very funny. I'm, I'm a I fan of hers. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, well, look, everybody, if you're in L.A., go see Mary Houlihan. This is what I would say. Fly to Chicago. See the Onion panel. And then fly to L.A., go see Mary Houlihan on Thursday. Right? Do both. Exactly. All your comedy dreams come true in one, one, uh, one, two weekdays. Make the trip. Yeah. Natalie Palomitas. Very funny. Very funny. You got my respect with that. I thought you were a clown at first. I thought you were the clown, not the clowns that come and perform at your place. I was like, no, she's a clown, too. It's not the red-nosed kind. It's a new no, no, thing. No, no, no. I, 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 I understand that. I'm saying I thought you, I thought you were a clown for, for the, until you suggested some good people. Now I respect you, my friend. Oh, thanks, Tom. My Thanks, friend, you, we've exchanged a couple of nice emails in the past. Now, if I go uh, to this you know. theater, if I go to this theater, what kind of treatment am I going to get here at this uh, uh, lyric theater? What's it called now? The lyric what? The lyric Hyperion in Silver Lake. Tom, you come here, you're never going to want to leave. I'm going to do everything I can to make well, it. Well, that sounds of your like life. a threat. That sounds like a threat. <laughs> if you come here, you're never going to want to leave. That's like, it. Sounds like a like a, a misery type situation. Were you going to hobble uh, no, me? No. You going to hobble me? No, there's just nothing I wouldn't do for you. That's all I'm trying to I say. I catch you with a sled. You start walking around with a sledgehammer. I'm out of there. <laughs> no, we got Natalie's got an axe in one of her shows. You know, you can have that. Yeah, but you better not go borrowing no props from nobody. No, no, we have it all in house. So if I go to this theater, I maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go. I want to see what kind. Of, what do I get? You're gonna you're gonna have a cold drink for me. Get a cold drink, get a meal, get a hot drink. You could even do a show there, Tom. We'd love to have you. Oh, I know I can do a show there. <laughs> you could even do a show there. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, could I? Oh, geez. Wow. How many seats is that place? How many seats is that place? Oh, we could seat like 80, but if you really want to pack it, you could do 90. Oh, okay. Jeepers. Well, let me, let me see. Let me, let me start cashing my chips to pack the house out. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a show. You know what I'll do? Do a show. Get out there. I love seeing you guys in Philly. It was one of the best nights of my life. Yeah, it was. It was how many? Was there eighty people at that show in Philly? No, nine, <laughs> nine hundred, nine hundred, bro. We had to pack to the yeah. back of the wall. <laughs> you, think, you think I can? Yeah, yeah. So well, I'll, I know the Bishop loves charity work, so I thought I'd mention it for that reason. Yeah, I'm not flying across the country to start doing charity work. <laughs> All right, Tom. I'm going to tell you this though, my friend. And we are friends now. Thank you. Andy Kindler, does he ever do anything at the Lyric Hyperion? Because he's now tweeting that he, uh, Andy Kindler kills it at Lyric Hyperion. Is that true? Has he been? Yes, it's But true. when he says kills it, what does he mean? The, the vibe? 
the fun? Kill? What's he kill? No, that means like you know the the the, the most interesting people in the crowd are laughing harder than they've ever laughed in their life, and one guy in the front is having the worst time of his life. What if Andy Kindler was the new most interesting man in the world? Wouldn't that be a, a fun thing to see? Oh yeah, right. He'd be just like. He'd be like, I may not drink beer as much as I thought, but at least this club is half full. <laughs> this club, they could put Dosekis on the empty seats. Right? He'd say something like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Look, I might come to this theater. You better show me respect, Junior. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. I, I, I got to start demanding respect for the first time in my life. I get none of it. I'm a Good. laughing stock with my own, with my own team here. Not with me. Thank you, Sam. You have a great night. Good guy. You like that guy, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Not sure where Mike's coming from lately. I think he's moonlighting. Remember when that was a thing on like sitcoms and stuff? Be like, yeah, I think you're moonlighting. Now everybody has to do that. Like, like that's just the real world. I think you're moonlighting. Hey, I, you know, on Alice, it would be like, I think Alice is moonlighting. She has another job. Now, it's like, yeah, of course, Alice has another job. How's she supposed to, how's she supposed to feed her family? She got that, she got a single mom with a, with a kid. She's supposed to, is she, of course, she's moonlighting. I think Alice is moonlighting. Mel's mad. Alice, you're moonlighting. Everybody moonlighting. That's all they did. That's all you can do now. You gotta moonlight. I'm gonna start moonlighting. On a different podcast or something. Right? This podcast war is a brewing. It's coming. Podcast winter's coming. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard that my, my zingers have not gone unnoticed. Don't worry, the retaliate, the, the other, the reply.
about whips and whip-related information. And usually, I can say that this show is usually more carefree and fun as Whip Talk as Zachary. Usually Whip Talk is more fun and a good time. We can talk about whips and different whip advice and the, the benefits of certain whips. But I cannot joke around anymore. I have had some very bad situations go down. And I am whipping mad. Phone number on Whip Talk 201 This is Whip Talk with your host Zachary. Today's show, we were supposed to talk about the right whip when you're moving from childhood to adulthood. But we will not be talking about that. The other day, there was an incident that took place in my neighborhood, on my street, which is a quiet street. I was sitting on my porch relaxing, enjoying a cold glass of water. strip from my six foot Aussie whip contemplating moving up to a 12 foot whip and remember do not use oils on your whips no matter what you will only weaken and break down the leather was sitting on my porch drinking the water when suddenly a car screeched down the street stopped in front of my neighbor's home four young hoodlums jumped out and started harassing the young boy who lives at the house Clark Clark is a quiet boy, keeps to himself. He was on his front lawn, playing some sort of science fiction mind game, some flight of fancy. I find it weird, but it's his business. Not my business, certainly not the business of these young hoodlums. They jumped out of the car and started shoving young Clark around. Naturally, I could not stand by. I went back in the house, went to my whip closet, decided, since action had to be taken, it was bullwhip time. 
across the lawn. And let's just say we had a little whipping party going on. These four hoods. I drove them away. They ran to their car and drove off. And this is not where the story ends. Because they came back with soda bottles filled with gasoline. They lit them. They threw them at my house. I tried to whip the bottles out of the air. My whip caught fire. I set my tree on fire with my flaming whip. eventually set the neighborhood on fire. The boys drove off laughing. Now I tell them you listen to me. You face me like a man not like a rat. You have the guts, you hoodlums. We can meet in a neutral place. Me and my whip versus the four of you. And whichever weapons you choose to brandish, the score will be even. But I guarantee you, if you come and face me like a man, not like a rat, you will only bear the marks of the whip as far as it brings you to your knees. Whip talk is usually a fun show. If this was a department store, whip talk would be in the toy aisle. It's a diversion. Or it'd be in the whip aisle. I don't believe department stores generally sell whips. So this is my challenge to you, you punks. If I catch you, you will pay the price. Albert, is this one of the hoodlums calling? Welcome to Whip Talk. Hey, Zachary, I'm wondering, um, you say not to use oil between between uses i'm wondering what to uh, use to maintain i got a i got a medium range whip uh how do i how do i keep that nice and kosher between uses what's your name first of all identify yourself henry when you call a show henry you identify yourself you just don't start he's uh, i i don't i apologize sir you show respect not unlike with a whip you must show yes sir I am to be treated as a whip, a human whip. And the same respect you show to a whip, you show to me. If you're reckless with a whip, you will get hurt. Likewise with myself. The advice is quite simple. Before you use the whip, you rub it down with a paste made of saddle soap. 
Shave the soap off a bar into a bowl in it, just enough water to make it pasty. You can buy saddle soap at any tack shop. And if you don't know, that's a horse shop. Horse supplies. Use your fingers, you work the paste into the leather. Handle down. Then let the whip dry for one to two days. But the best way to break in a whip? To use the whip. That is the best way to break in a whip. Use the whip. Anything else? If that's all I needed. Then say goodnight. Goodnight. Albert. This next call. Is this one of the hoodlums? Welcome to Whip Talk. Zachary. It's Greg. Greg. Greg in Seattle. Hey. Big fan. Long time. First time. Got a question for you about my whip. What do you want do you to think it's a uh, purely defense, or can I use it for some offense? That's an interesting question. I got this uh, co-worker. He's been really bugging me. Been cranking his music up. Hear it over my cubicle. Hear it through my earplugs. What I just your, want to whip him. What was your name again? My name's Greg. Greg. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. I might be. You don't use a whip for offense. No. A whip is a tool. You don't attack people with a whip. That's a disgrace to the tool itself. Is it defense if I'm responding to a sonic attack of his? No, you're an idiot. Coming through my my cubicle? You tell him to turn the music down. All right. You don't, what are you going to do? Whip him for playing music too loud? Gonna just whip him right over my cubicle wall. You're an Give idiot. him a good crack. Turn your whip in. You turn that whip in. Hand in my card. Turn in your hey, card. What thank kind you. of card? What kind a of whip card? card. Are you with? There's no such thing as a whip card. Some guy on the street sold it to me. Dismiss this caller, Albert. You're a buffoon. Get off of the show. Get out of here. Go away. Stop it. They bring Whip Dog down. How can they do this? Do they not understand the seriousness of whips? This is one of the things that disgusts me about whip culture these days. Talking about whips as offense. A whip is a tool, not a weapon. The weapon becomes the the tool becomes the weapon only when circumstances demand it become such. best thing about a whip is the sound of the crack. That's what gets you the respect. Albert. If you have any leads about these hoodlums who set my whip on fire, which caused my neighborhood to burn down, please give me the information. And anyone who's listening who has a lead on these hoodlums, a reward will be paid.
whipping of these hoodlums. And again, I say, if these hoodlums are listening, face me like a man, not like a rat. You face me like a man, not like a rat. An upcoming topic on Whip Talk that I'm looking forward to is the discussion of whip handles. Welcome to Whip Talk. Hey, how are you? Why is that your business, how I am? This is Phil from Atlanta. Phil, welcome to Whip Talk. I can barely hear you. Well, perhaps you should get your ears checked, Phil. Perhaps so. I had a... um a good tip for the fellas out there with their whip that uh, if they're ever in a bar and you see a pretty lady across the bar and she's being a little coy with you, a good thing you can do is wrap your whip around her waist and pull her towards you. It's always kind of a romantic gesture. It's not romantic. It's harassment. It's harassment. You're a disgrace to the tool. A disgrace to the whip. You make me sick. That you have a whip in your possession. That's nauseating. I have I, several whips. You have several whips. Well, I challenge you to a, I'd never do this. You're a creep and a cad. And I challenge you to a whip fight. Can whip a cigarette out of your mouth from ten yards away. You can whip a cigarette out of my mouth from ten yards away. That's, that's how a, accurate I am with a whip. That's a foolhardy claim, and you can't. Well, try me. I'll meet you on the field anytime, anywhere. I'll meet you wherever you want, friend. You tell me, friend, where you want to meet, and we'll see. Let's meet that. in uh, in Richmond, Virginia. On the old whipping fields of the Civil War. There's no such place. I'm, I admit I'm making that up. You made that up, you liar. You're a disgrace. Turn in your whip. You're a buffoon. Well, I appreciated you letting me call regardless. Why would you appreciate it? You made an ass of yourself in front of everyone. Why is that something you appreciate all of a sudden? Because a man who carries a whip is a gentleman. No. A gentleman that carries a whip is a gentleman. A fool with a whip happens to just be a fool with a whip. You don't call me a fool. I will duel you. Sir. I will renew my Sir. efforts to duel you. Sir. Yes. I don't have to call you a fool. You are the one who called yourself a fool. I did no such thing. You did all the talking. Well, I'll bid you good day, sir. Well, your whip is calling you a fool also. Good day to you. Albert, how could you let that through? That man is a disgrace to the whip. How could you let him through? 
Albert. Albert, if you were not my sister's husband, you would be done. But your family, I respect family too much. talk. How's everybody doing tonight? This is Roddy filling in for Denny. Denny's still having health concerns. He was actually feeling better and then went to the Beatles warehouse filled with all the Beatles goodies. And unfortunately... A little bit of a warehouse mishap took place, and a giant Sgt. Pepper bass drum rolled off of a high shelf and landed directly on Denny's head. Denny's back in the hospital. We wish him nothing but the best here. His friends over at Beatles Talk are cheering him on, and we know he'll be back soon. And again, I warn everybody, the Yellow Submarine mugs, do not drink from the Yellow Submarine mugs. We have collected all but three. We are trying to find the remaining three. They are, at this point, highly toxic poison distributors. Any liquid, especially a hot liquid... It transforms, basically, you are poisoning yourself if you drink from a yellow submarine mug. So please do not, the batch that were sent out, we are correcting them. Do not drink from your yellow submarine mug if you ordered one from us. The phone number here tonight is 201-332-3484. This is Roddy filling in for Denny. I do want to say the topic tonight is a very exciting one I've been looking forward to uh, getting to for a while. Of the Beatles. What inventions do you think the Beatles could have come up with of modern times? Which inventions that exist in modern day do you think one of the Fab Four could have come up with? I contemplated this topic for a while and I believe that Paul McCartney 
could have very easily invented the Panini Press. I feel like that's something he would have been interested in, especially in terms of grilled vegetables, something that promotes his vegetarian interests. George Harrison, I could see George Harrison creating some sort of app, like Waze, something helping commuters get home with less traffic. What inventions of modern day do you feel that one of the Fab Four could have invented? 201 332 Three four eight four, and we have a call screener. I'm not sure what your name is, Frank. Frank, are any of these calls? Uh, do they have inventions? You don't think so? All right, Frank. Well, the topic is: which inventions of modern day do you feel? One of the Fab Four could have invented. Hello, welcome to Beatles Chat. Uh, hi, uh, Rodney. Yes, welcome. To I, I just want to say I'm a huge fan. I'm really happy that you're filling in. And uh, Danny, uh, get well soon. We're all thinking about you on, uh, on Beatles Talk. We wish nothing but health for Danny, who's had a couple bad turns lately. He was up and about and doing so great. Until that Sergeant Pepper bass drum rolled off a very high shelf at the warehouse and hit him so directly that you'd almost think it was intentional. I don't believe it was. Uh, it's still being looked into. And um, I just, again, all of the best for him. And what, what, is, what is your name again, young man? Uh, my name is Fred from Blacksburg, Virginia. Shred? Fred. Fred. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling. Fred, do you have a invention that you feel one of the Fab Four could have come up with? Oh, completely. Um, I, I really think that Ringo Starr could have come up with the uh, with the, the life alert system. The life alert. That's very interesting. So the the electronic monitoring system that that our aged use to. Yeah. Tell people that they've tripped or something has fallen on them or yeah. they've slipped in the tub. Like a drum. Like a drum. Do you believe Ringo Starr? Like a drum like Denny. Unfortunately, no life alert system could have helped Denny. The accident happened in front of a full warehouse. Oh. Uh, it was a very... It, it, and I will say, I have not been able to listen to Sgt. Pepper since seeing that bass drum from the album cover land directly on Denny's head. This was not the original, mind you. This was a replica that is still is being sold. I believe it is $479, and it will be at Beetlefest as well. Something exciting for the upcoming Beetlefest, uh, there have been rumors that Paul McCartney would be in attendance at the Beetlefest. That was a fall that is a falsehood. He will not be there. Apologies to anybody who bought tickets in anticipation of seeing Paul McCartney at Beetlefest. We are excited Roy Orbison Jr. will be on hand. 
That's great. Roy, 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 Roy Jr. always puts on a good show. He does, and I'm wondering if he has any traveling Wilburys tales to recount to everyone from when he was a young boy watching his pop yeah. play with that super group. Very excited. Yeah, we also are excited that uh, hairstylist Leslie Cavendish will be in attendance promoting his new book, The Cutting Edge. Uh, the Beatles hairdresser. Very exciting. He can talk about the the coarseness of the different Beatles hair. It's very exciting. So, Frank was your name again? Sorry. Fred. Fred. What Fred. is another invention? Do you have any other inventions you wish that the Beatles had uh, well, I, could I mean, see them coming up with? Um, you know, I kind of think that uh, uh, George Harrison probably could have come up with the Super Nintendo. I could see that. he Because if you think he... George had a very curious mind. And yeah. was always looking for the next thing. And instead of his love of Indian raga music, he could have fallen in with the idea of inventing gaming systems. And also, he had that, that live album with, with Captain, the Live in Japan album. So I kind of feel like he would already be there to do it. I do feel that is a, that is a that grants him a clear path to inventing yeah. the Super Nintendo. Thank you, Fred. You got it. Call screener. What is your name again? Frank. Which which call should I take here? Hello, welcome to Beatles Chat. Hello? Frank, line three. Hello, welcome to Beatles Chat. Hi, um, this is Chuck in Chicago. Chuck in Chicago. Chuck, are you excited about the upcoming, uh, the upcoming Beatles Fest, August tenth to twelfth? I am. Beatles yeah, it's at the Hyatt O'Hare. It is at the Hyatt Regency O'Hare. It's very exciting. That's right. We are so excited to announce that this year, um. Peter and Jeremy will be on hand. Not that is the combo of Peter from Peter and Gordon and Jeremy from Chad and Jeremy. Finally, wow, the two members yeah, of each group are teaming up to form a, somewhat of a super duo. Maybe the first That's, super duo in rock history. That is very exciting. That is, uh, I I like them both, and I. I can't wait to hear how their their voices sound together. It's also exciting that a, a, a man by the name of Ed Klug will be in attendance. He is famous for listening to Abbey Road more than any other human. Wow! He's listened to it since its release forty times a day since then, which has uh, turned into, I believe. I believe it was something like it was a huge number of how many times he's listened to it. I don't have the statistics in front of me. That is uh that's that's dedication that that beats my record. So, with your call today, do you have something for our topic? Which inventions do you feel the a beetle could have done? 
Uh, I was thinking that uh, that John would have invented uh, LASIK surgery. Very interesting because eyeglasses were such a major part of John's persona. You feel that if he had invented LASIK, perhaps he would have been the first one to have turned the lasers on himself. I think so, yeah, and, and from those early concerts, and he never wore the glasses, and he couldn't see anything, and he, he knew what that was like, and uh, he would have wanted to uh, wanted to share that with the world. Perhaps the Beatles could have toured more if that was the case. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, that might have been one of the reasons they stopped. Yes, that's a great, a great observation. Anything else? Uh, that's that's the main one I could think of. Thank you for calling. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Frank, any calls? Welcome to Beatles Talk. Who is this? Oh, hi. This is Michael. Michael, welcome to the program. Oh, thanks. Big fan. Uh, thank you. Uh, I... I'm just, I'm shocked. I, I didn't know, I didn't think I'd get through, you know? I mean, well, you did get through. Do you have something for the topic tonight? Yes, I do. Uh, I just, uh, I was wondering if, uh, I think that, um, oh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. Well, just, just, I think that the Beatles, I think that John Lennon, mm, I think John Lennon might have come up with virtual reality helmets. Interesting. Very interesting because you think of the imagery in Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds and Glass Onion and you realize that he might have translated that into electronics. Oh, and he had that friend Magic Alex. Magic Alex who was designing the super studio over at Apple. Oh, he could have been the pioneer of that. John Lennon and Magic Alex teaming up to design virtual reality, a very enticing combination. Mm. Oh, that's... Interesting. Oh, man, it's it's mind-blowing. That gives me one to ponder. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to Beatles Channel. Hi, this this is uh, Billy from uh, Cleveland. Billy from Cleveland, how are you, Billy? I'm I'm doing very well, thank you. Do you have anything? Uh, are you planning on making the drive to Chicago for the Beatles um, Fest this August? Yes, I am planning. I've been planning for a while. Uh, very exciting. Are you? I'm very excited to see what Roy Orbison Jr. has up his sleeve. Absolutely. So I had one for the uh, topic. What, what is um, I think that George Harrison, he, uh, I think he was, uh, probably had some fashion visionary sense in him. And I think he would have invented jorts. Jorts, which are jean shorts? Yeah. I could see George Harrison, who was a very fashionable man. I could see him coming up with a comfortable, baggy, denim, short, very loose. They're very loose on 
on the whole, correct? Absolutely. Jorts. I could see yeah. I could see George Harrison coming up with jorts. I agree. I can picture that. It would be spelled with a G. As that's very clever, like jorts, as in George. Yeah. That is very clever. That is very clever. Now, are you excited about Ringo Starr's uh, upcoming All-Star Tour? This year, he'll be performing with Howard Jones, and I'm looking forward to seeing the two of them. So, I'm your host, AP Mike, and uh, I know a lot of people are still getting used to the new format after Tom demoted himself to call screener a couple weeks ago uh, when I hit upon uh, the quintessential topic for the best show, and that is the Human Misery Index, where we tackle every subject from breaking a shoelace to brain tumors. No, no annoyance at living is missed and we want to hear from you the callers so uh, please feel free to call in uh, the number is 201 332 3484 I'm a little rusty on the number I never called the number being the call screener from the previous version of the show so uh yeah, so we, you know, we get right to the t- hot topics. Uh, you may hear some scratchiness in my voice. That's because I'm suffering from allergies, uh, one of life's many annoyances. So uh, if you have any stories about allergies you're suffering, it's apparently a bad allergy season in the Northeast. Uh, maybe it's something else in other regions of the country. But uh, please give us a call 
But uh, as I said, no uh, annoyance is too insignificant. Does, you know, I mean, it's the big ones. Cancer, heart disease, uh, stroke, you know. We, we, we cover all the bases. But, uh, you know, when somebody, somebody stubbed their toe and they want to tell us about it, if somebody um, got punched in the stomach and didn't think it was very hard, but they, they, they felt it really hard and uh, didn't want to show uh, that it affected them and they're embarrassed by the pain it caused them, uh, that's always a good t- uh, topic. Uh, have you ever been kicked in the groin? Ever been punched in the in the groin? Uh, it happens more than you would think. And, um, you know, I want to hear from you. Sunburn. We're, we're coming up. <laughs> we're coming up on uh, summer. I've gotten some horrible sunburns in my life. Just uh, one of those things that uh, never could get a tan. One time I got a, a sunburn so bad, my uh, I was taking uh, skin off my thighs and sheets. It was something I never thought I'd see before. But there it was. Um, got a sunburn so bad in New Orleans, I had to cover my nose with a, a Band-Aid because I didn't want to gross out my fellow passengers on a plane back to, the, <laughs> to New Jersey. Um, humiliation. That's uh, something... That uh, people uh, can discuss with us here on the show. The U- Human Misery Index. Or the new best show. Tom, do you have any calls out there? Line one. Line one. Line one. Good for you or good for me? Good for both. Good for both. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the new best show. Hello, is this Tom? No, this is Mike. Tom, it's Andy Brickman. How are you? <laughs> is this Andy, or is this a bad version of Andy? This is this is me. It's me, Tom. It's Andy Brickman. Uh huh. You know, and you know. I'm calling. I'm calling because I have a new hit game. It actually has a misery index itself. It does. It's called S Happens. Okay. I've heard about this game. I even purchased. It has a very, it's a very similar misery index, Tom. It does. Okay, I yeah. wasn't aware of that. You gotta check it out. Everybody's checking it out. Okay, <laughs> you'd be, you'd be my hero if you checked. Uh huh. You'd be my hero. Okay, Andy. Thanks for Would the plug. Would you check it out, Tom? Yeah. Thanks. Would you plug it. Yeah. Thanks for the plug, Tom. Right. You know, can you get rid of this guy? Hello. <laughs> Next call. You're on the new new best show. Hi, thank you for having me, AP Mike. Okay, who's this? This is Mary Houlihan. Hi, Mary. How are you? I'm really good. Um, have you ever gotten punched or kicked in the groin? Uh, yeah. When? Uh, <laughs> and it's it's not pleasant. Um, you know. When was this? Uh, well, it, it was various things. I got I got hit. In, with a uh, golf club, somebody didn't realize I was standing behind them, and took a very large swing, and uh, I got hit by that. Um, wow! You know when you, when you play it sounds very hard kickball. You know it was a, a common sport uh, as a youth, and you know sometimes that kickball would find a way right at your crotch, and uh, it could be very painful. 
That's wild. Do you have any stories, Mary? Um, I've never gotten kicked in the groin. No. Um. How about how about time I yeah? How about a lot of young girls? Uh, it's like doing a split is very, it's very kind of you know part of a young girl growing up. Uh, but sure, it looks, it's a it looks, huge part of our repertoire. It looks very painful. I mean, the way they sort of hit the ground and sort of bounce up. Uh, do you have any uh, experiences with splits? Um, you know, girl bodies are different. It's actually super easy to do a split. Uh-huh. Uh, it's actually harder not to do a split. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they girls' bicycles were made differently back then. They didn't have the hand, the bar that went straight across from the seat. They had a dip, which I, I, I thought was, was sensible for all bikes. But there were like male versions and female versions of bikes that I never understood. Any, uh, it's because um, if you're wearing a long dress, then you can do a dainty step over oh, the bar. Okay. I never thought of and that. not flash everyone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that Pretty explains cool, it huh? then. Yeah. Yeah. But can you understand um, why, why a guy would not want that bar there? Um, for sure. Yeah. Nothing to do with dresses. Just, you know, it, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's, it's could be painful. Do you have a bike? <laughs> yeah, I do have a bike. I haven't ridden it in a while. Mm, why not? <laughs> I don't know. I've, uh, I'm, uh, I'm giving up lately. But, uh. Mm-hmm. How's L.A.? I hear you're out in L.A. I'm out in L.A. Uh-huh. I'm house-sitting for my friend um, while he's backpacking across Uzbekistan and Kazakhstan and Kyrgyzstan uh-huh. and many other countries. Uh-huh. And it's very pleasant. Uh-huh. His apartment is a lot nicer than my apartment. Mm-hmm. So I like that. But it's very lonely here. Uh-huh. There's like no bodegas or any place to go say hi to people. Ah. I understand yeah. you have a show coming up this week. It's true. I have a show on Thursday. Um, it's sort of a biopic of sorts. It's about how um, I was an orphan and then was discovered by an exec at Interscope Records and then went on to fame, um, eventually married Jack Nicholson, and we had a really torrid time together. Uh, um, it's sort of a star is born for millennials. I like it. Have you yeah, been? thank you. Have you been to that uh, staircase that uh, everybody has to visit when they go to L.A.? Where people no, go, I don't even uh, know what that is. <laughs> up and down a staircase? I guess it's where people exercise okay. regularly. I always see people in profiles of L.A. They they have to go up some steep staircase. That's <laughs> mm. always been number one on my... Uh, <laughs> you mean the Rocky Stairs in Philly? No, no, that's, that's it. That's, <laughs> I, I would go there before the uh, L.A. staircase where basically you're just going to mm-hmm. see people in, in yoga outfits uh, going up and down For stairs. Sure. Uh, we have to. I went to um, the <laughs> Hollywood Hollywood Bowl the other night. Have you been there ever? Which one? Hollywood Bowl. No, I've never been to California. Nice. Strangely enough, what? No, I know that's crazy. It's a That's big unbelievable. Omission. Yeah, 
I'll have to get there sometime. I mean, you've got to be at least, you know, 18 years old, and you've never been. Yeah. That's well, then we, we, got, we got Disney World on the East Coast, and there didn't seem to be the same, you know, need to go to uh, California. Oh, sure. I went to Disneyland this week as well. Does it compare to Disney World? Um, it's smaller, but I would say it's very similar mm. in that it's a Disney place. Yeah. Yeah. They try and make it where nothing annoying happens there. It's it's almost the opposite of this show. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Mary. Anything else you'd like to add to the conversation? <laughs> um, I think I'll leave you with um, a question. Which of the Beatles would you most want to party with? Um, well, John Lennon... Probably so I could hang out with uh, Harry Nielsen. I think I, I, I could have fit in with those two guys. They seem to really know how to have a good time. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And yourself? Um, I think Ringo, actually. I think he seems the most down-to-earth, mm -hmm. perhaps. He seems... Mm, I guess Paul also seems down to earth, but I think he's so extremely famous that that would make me nervous. Yeah, so so you, Ringo, I think, would feel the most like a regular guy. You, you don't like uh, crazy mixed in with your fun. Right. <laughs> you, you like predictable fun things without the crazy. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, you know, makes sense. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for calling, Mary. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Next caller, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, who's this? This is Allie from Brooklyn. Hi, Allie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm doing good. Got anything to add? Uh, uh, I wanted to talk about allergies. Allergies? Okay. Because I've never had allergies before in my life. I always felt, like, really strong. Are you allergic to anything? Well, I guess uh, the tree pollen is the big one right now. And... Uh, but it started off one. started off with the itchy eyes a couple of weeks ago, and now it's progressed to I've got sort of a nagging cough. I can still yeah, breathe out of my nose, so I you know I'm thankful. Those nostrils. Yeah, but I think it's also doing something to my ear canal. There's a little oh, that's the worst. Yeah, yeah. A little ringing. No, just a little. I feel like my head's under uh, water a little bit. That's tough. One side of my head. So so I've never been allergic to anything in my life. My whole family has allergies. My husband has allergies. And I just always thought I was, like, better than they are. And then this year, I just, like, started to feel really weird. I thought I was, like, really sick. Mm -hmm. And I have, like, really itchy eyes. I'm, like, sneezing a lot. That's just it. feeling really run down. I just felt like something was like seriously wrong. Mm -hmm. I called the doctor and they were like, guess what? I think you have allergies. Yeah. So um, I like went to the pharmacy. I've never bought allergy medicine before, like taken anything for it. So I was like, I didn't really know what, like how to treat it or what the situation was. So I went to um, talk to the pharmacist and I don't know, it was just like really weird because I like, 
looked over the counter and he had e-cigarettes for legs. Wow. Okay. I didn't see that coming. But you went there. Okay. And you're a right, some semi-regular caller. Do you want to be the lady version of the e-cigarettes for legs? Is she gone? I guess she's gone. I just heard Tom crack a Coke out there. Uh, yeah, I was doing a chiku <laughs> on my own mic. Okay. Getting some steady calls? Show's going great. Yeah? Yeah. Here we go. Anybody on the hotline? You're on the air. Welcome to the new, new Best Show. So, uh, how's it going? <laughs> what did you want to talk about tonight? Chicken pox? Um, I was worried about uh, getting kicked in the face. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. So, um, I was on a show one night when I was in high school, and it was a hardcore show. Uh. And, you know, I'm just standing there, you know, mouth breathing, doing my thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Then he just straight got kicked in the face. Uh-huh. A uh, window kick. Were you in the pit? And, uh, I was standing on the side. You were on the side. You know, and it hurt so bad. Uh-huh. I, I couldn't see. Uh-huh. I couldn't feel my face. And I couldn't even, like, talk, you know. I was like, is my face bleeding? Is my face bleeding? You know, I couldn't move my mouth. And, and I guess it, it goes goes without saying the person was probably wearing jack boots, right? No, actually, when I got to work uh, a few hours later, someone told me I had a Nike check mark on my face. Oh, boy. Wow. So I looked in the mirror and loaded me on with a nice little Nike check mark right there on my cheek. I was, I was not a, a fan of the hardcore scene, mainly because of the fans. I mean, I like some of the music, but then I would see what would happen at the shows. And, uh, you know, I never wanted to be in a gang of sweaty guys kicking people in the face, as apparently you... You uh, had to go through. Did you go yeah, to a lot of shows? During Houston for a while. Huh? Did you go to a lot of shows? I mean, was it physically demanding? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it was just more of like a, a scene. Who, who's the, you know, big top, you know, notch man of the night? And who's been kicking his butt? And, you know, whatever. Did you have a mohawk? Whatever makes him sleep at night. Ah, a death hawk. What, what, what is that? Deathhawk. It's a Deathhawk version of a Mohawk. Oh wow! Okay, I learned something tonight. wasn't yeah. wasn't aware of that. So uh, this is actually uh, the first time uh, y'all actually picked up when I called. So on the off guard. Okay. <laughs> I guess Tom's doing a pretty good job out there. Thanks a lot, Tom. I'm trying to give you some good calls. Okay. Mike. All right, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. You're all right, my book, Tom. I don't care what anybody else says. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Any more calls? <laughs> You're on the show. The new best show. Hey, Mike. Uh, I was hoping to talk about the subject. Tonight. Okay. What do you have for us? Um, uh, you made me uh, think of a time in uh, middle school when I got kicked in the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing hacky sack with some friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, the hacky sack landed on the ground, uh-huh. and they bent over to pick it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, right at that moment, a friend of mine was kicking for the hacky sack, and it like landed, landed right in my teeth. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Nice. I think I've. I've we were on. A... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I, I, well, I, I'm I'm surprised as many people are calling with the kick in the face because I can honestly say I've never been kicked in the face. 
So, you know, this is interesting to me. It's extra embarrassing because we were on a, like a soccer field or a dirt field. Uh, I actually got like dirt in my uh, teeth. Oh, yeah, dirt in the teeth. That's a whole other subject. You know, if you go to the beach, somebody knocks you down, you get dirt in your teeth, sand in the teeth, sand in your bathing suit. There's a whole litany of things that happen to you at the beach. Right. Seems like with sand, it's not worth the trouble but, even going there with how many places you can get it. Not to mention the jellyfish. Riptides. It just keeps going on and on. <laughs> you know, it's a whole horror show down there. <laughs> the beach. When's the last time you went to the beach? Uh, I, I only go there at night now. <laughs> when, all, when all the daytime people have left. That's my time. The nighttime. That seems like good planning. At the beach. Um, I guess I have an allergy story as well. But not necessarily the um, tree pollen kind. Not tree pollen? What kind of pollen? Um, well, I guess cat pollen if we had to. Oh, okay. Well, cats do kind of yeah. pollen. I've had that. of respect for a guitarist as established as Robert Fripp, then I don't know at this point in time why anything makes any sense, because this guy's just yelling, Fripp! Fripp! It's like, what, what, what more do you want from the guy? He's, he's playing your town. Hey, it's the best show uh, here on a Tuesday night, winding down. I think we're going to we're going to call it a little early. I got to fly to Chicago to go do the Onion Comedy Fest tomorrow. If you didn't get your tickets, get them. There, there's only a few left. I was told it's final seats available. Final tickets available for seats, but don't miss it. Don't miss uh, the kid in Chicago. Some nice Chicago guy wrote me. He's like, "Hey, you want to go on a helicopter ride?" No. Take a helicopter ride over Chicago. Very nice offer. I will pass on that. I don't know. What do you think, Mike? Getting a helicopter with some guy? Don't, don't that don't sound good. No, I'm not, I'm not taking a. Can you imagine taking a helicopter that you didn't have to take? It's weird. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people, uh, gotten hurt in helicopter uh, things and it's horrible. But you know, you think about it. And you know, time passes. And we try. And we do what we can do. And we try to 
make little changes as much as we can make the changes here in life. And it's not always so easy. It's not always so easy to just look in the mirror and say, I don't like this thing I do or don't do. It's time for it to stop. It's time for me to get better. It's time for me to move forward. Yeah, it's not so easy. But you know, if you're going to be one of the people that is a part of the solution, you have to do it, but it's not always, uh, doesn't always come natural, doesn't always come easy. That's one of the challenges of uh, humanity, I guess, at this point. And for myself, I, I look at the body of work I've put together here on The Best Show, and I say to myself, I'm still doing it after all these years. Why? Why? And then the answer comes. And the answer is simple. Why? Because you know why? Because I'm the bleeping best to do this thing. I hear these other hosts, these frauds and these half-wits trying to do uh, a fraction of what we do here. This show, I can take the core ingredients from it, crumple them up, throw them out. You'll never hear it again. I'll write some new stuff. We'll do that. And in five years from now, we're going to be doing that on their show. I hear it all the time. We were first, baby. And there's something about being first. Look, did I invent it? No, I didn't invent radio. You think I'm claiming I invented radio? How dumb do you think I am? Invent not, but did I take it to the next level? Did I combine these elements in the way that no one else ever has? Yeah, I did. And did I do it before every one of these chumps who's gotten truckloads of money shoveled their way? Because they're doing their their podcasts or whatever, or being on satellite radio. Yeah, now they beat me to the punch and they got piles of money where we don't have piles. But you know what we got here? We got one thing. And this is the thing we take to the grave, baby. We take the fact that we did it first, and we did it best, and we did it right. And they can come and go slumming and visit and do their podcast while they go crawling back to whatever thing they think they did. But they didn't do it because we did it with love. And that's the only thing that matters in this world. Love. Love. Right? Love. You remember that, you bum. You bum, you remember.